From WIS Politics in Madison, you're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. This is Kate Morton with WISPolitics.com here with a Capital Chats episode brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm here with my colleague Adam Kelnhofer, who recently interviewed a freshman representative, Bob Donovan. So, Adam, what did you talk about with Donovan? Hi, Kate. Yeah, so I got to talk with Representative Bob Donovan. He is a Republican of Greenfield. He is a freshman to the Assembly, but he's certainly not a freshman to politics in Wisconsin. He's been a longtime local politician in the Milwaukee area. He recently ran for mayor. So a lot of what I talked to him about centers around his experience with local government and what he brings to the table in the Assembly. So let's just kick it off. Thank you for joining me on today's Capital Chats episode, Representative Donovan. It is great to have you on the show today. How are you today? Well, I'm great. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be on with you. Good to hear. So uh, last time we talked, you were running for mayor of Milwaukee. Uh, I want to, you know, just go back there a little bit. Um, Do you have any relationship still with Cavalier Johnson or anyone in Milwaukee still? Well, certainly I I have uh, connections with the mayor and uh, with uh, many others uh, in city government and occasionally get together with them. Uh, uh, Certainly uh, Cavalier and I had our differences uh, during the campaign, but the voters decided. And uh, so I'm hopeful. The one thing that uh, Cavalier and I did agree on uh, in the campaign was the importance of creating a partnership uh, between the city and the state. And so I'm hopeful that uh, we can move in that direction. Got it. Yeah, no, that makes and that makes perfect sense. And that kind of brings me to my next question. So you were made vice chair of the committee on uh, local government. Um, You have quite a bit of experience with local government. So what are your plans for that committee? What do you want to do on there? Well, uh, certainly I want to uh, give the perspective of Milwaukee to uh, many of my colleagues. Uh, Milwaukee is the only Class A city uh, in the state. I mean, uh, there and oftentimes the challenges that they are facing uh, may not uh, be the same in other communities, certainly rural communities. So I think it's important to have that perspective of someone on that committee and certainly someone within the Republican caucus that can sort of uh, give Milwaukee's perspective on things. And uh, so I'm excited about the opportunity. All right. So um, I'm kind of of curious. You, You spend quite a bit of time in local government in Milwaukee. What are what's that change like to be at the state government level now? Well, I will tell you this: I have yet to receive a phone call that my garbage wasn't picked up. So, uh, a lot of the issues that you're dealing with as a state legislator are certainly different from the alderman. Uh, but I've always believed local government is where the uh, where the rubber meets the road. It's uh, the the entity of of government that provides uh, the essential services to our residents that impact their lives on a daily basis. And so uh, that's always been my background and the perspective that I certainly want to bring to the legislature. So the issues are different, uh, but I um, am hopeful that uh, with my experience in Milwaukee, that that can 
be an asset to the legislature and and try and fashion some uh, policies and and initiatives that uh, can take into consideration uh, the challenges that local governments are facing. Yeah, no, you uh, you bring quite a bit of local government experience to the table here. Um, but, you know, sticking with that local government issue, uh, we heard also on the mayoral campaign trail, shared revenue has been a big, big topic uh, among all lawmakers of, of both sides of the aisle. Um, what do you think, uh, what's the next move on shared revenue? Are we going to see an increase in shared revenue for Class A cities or anyone else like that or... Well, the, the one point that uh, I am very pleased uh, to report is that this is not just the Milwaukee issue. I'm talking to uh, representatives from really all parts of the state, and they're telling me that it's certainly an issue with the communities that they represent. So uh, I, I do feel strongly that there will be some kind of uh, effort moving forward to improve and increase shared revenue for uh, municipalities across the state. Uh, so, you know, that that's a plus. You know, whenever you're dealing with a Milwaukee against the rest of the state, that's not a good scenario to uh, uh, be involved in. Uh, that's not the case with the shared revenue. I think uh, we're hearing from really all municipalities across the state and the, uh, the smaller suburban communities that I represent in Milwaukee County share the same concerns. They need some help. And so I, I do feel good that discussions are certainly moving in the right direction. Got it. Um, so just kind of more broadly here, less focused, um, what are your top two legislative priorities for this session? Well, I would say, uh, first and foremost, would like to get something moving forward on shared revenue. Uh, and uh, also, public safety has always been a big concern of mine. Uh, I'd like to be able to uh, fashion some strategies that effectively deal with the crime problems and much of the chaos that we're seeing in the greater Milwaukee area throughout Milwaukee County. So uh, I would say the shared revenue, public safety, and um, trying to address the, the very uh, challenging um, pension issues that the, the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County are dealing with. Mm. You have uh, you have some big uh, big items on your plate then this year. Yeah, I would say so. But the, probably the most... Um, important items uh, that those communities are facing. So I'm hoping that that uh, we can recognize that uh, here in the state legislature and, again, create this partnership that I think is so essential to the entire state really moving forward. Got it. So you are, you are on the Criminal Justice and Public Safety Committee, so that's fitting. You know, crime has, uh, has been a big topic of yours for, for a long time, as long as I can remember. Um, so are, do you have any thoughts? There's been this uh, constitutional amendment proposal for uh, kind of changing the way that our bail system works so that uh, judges would be able to consider more than uh, basically just the likelihood that some offender may come back for um, a hearing, back to court. What do you think of that amendment? 
Well, I'm a co-sponsor of it. I'm glad it passed. Uh, I think it's a common sense piece of legislation. Anytime we can provide our judges with all of the information that they need to make the best decision on behalf of all the residents, they're elected too. They represent the residents in uh, their communities. So uh, I think it's a good piece of legislation that gives them the, the necessary information they need to make an informed decision on the bail that they want to set for any individual. Uh, and I think certainly job number one of government needs to be the protection and the safety of all of our residents uh, throughout the state. So I think it's certainly a, a move in the right direction. Got it. So there, some of the criticisms of this uh, proposal are uh, a lot of Democrats are saying that it would still allow those with, uh, you know, the wealthier people to basically buy their way out. Um, do you have any kind of response to that? What do you think of that argument? Well, I don't think it pertains to this piece of legislation. I mean, we're simply moving forward, allowing the judges to take into consideration someone's past uh, offenses uh, when they set bail. So they still have to take into consideration the, a person's uh, economic standing and their ability to pay. Nothing changes with that. But this bill uh, provides uh, the judge with, I think, uh, the appropriate information they need to make an informed decision. All right, got it. So we had our State of the State address with Governor Tony Evers. That would have been your the first one that you attended as a lawmaker, at least. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you think of that address? Well, it was first, I would say it was uh, a distinct honor to be there uh, in the chamber, uh, listening to the address of, of the governor uh, and as the representative of the 84th district and the wonderful people that uh, have asked me to be their voice in Madison. So number one, it was a great honor. Number two, uh, I was pleased with some of the things the governor said regarding uh, mental illness. I think that's uh, some real challenge uh, challenges that we face. I see, I would see as an alderman in Milwaukee, uh, uh, many of the difficult challenges uh, that we're left with uh, relating to uh, mental illness. So I was pleased with that. Uh, I was a little disappointed that he didn't provide a little more uh, of a plan to address uh, the fact that uh, uh, state of Wisconsin is experiencing now uh, in the level of, of violence, a 35 year high. Uh, and I, I do think that it's imperative that we move forward as a legislature and certainly hopefully with the support of the governor to address or put together a more comprehensive plan to address public safety, not only dealing with the police, but also our courts and our uh, judges and our district attorneys. I certainly have been a big supporter of increasing the pay for our district attorneys statewide. That's become a real, real problem. Uh, difficult in uh, attracting um, uh, individuals to become uh, district attorneys and 
and uh, the retention of them is a real problem simply because of the pay. So the public safety issue was a concern too, yeah. Got it. So that attorney shortage is uh, is also on the public defender side. Do you think in that criminal justice and public safety committee, do you think we're going to see any sort of bills coming forward that would uh, propose increases for DAs or public defenders? Well, if we don't see them soon, I'm going to be proposing them. So we'll see them then. Um, but I support them wholeheartedly. I am pretty certain that we'll see some legislation moving forward on those uh uh, regarding those situations. I think uh, they're essential. Got it. Well, um, once those bills come forward, it'll be interesting to see what the Joint Finance Committee thinks of those bills because uh, yeah. they always have final say on that money. Um, but I think that's uh, that's about all we have time for today. So thank you again for joining me on today's Capital Chats. It was a pleasure to have you on today. Well, the pleasure is all mine. I appreciate the opportunity. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Thanks. Well, Adam, we'll have to see how Rep Donovan ends up using that vice chairmanship on the local government committee. Yeah, Kate, it'll definitely be interesting to watch. And if our listeners want to keep up to date with what happens with that committee and shared revenue, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.